Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the Franchise Business Journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to Adam Powell, franchisor for New South Wales, Gold Coast and the ACT. Adam is an award-winning franchisor with experience in training and mentorship within the gym's fencing division. After working overseas, Adam found his calling with the gym's fencing group and lives for seeing franchisees succeed and thrive. Meanwhile, Adam has grown a successful business across Australia's eastern seaboard. Everyone, my name is Raghu. I'm here with Alan Rogers from Eden Exchange. Hello, everyone. Today we're joined by Adam Powell, who's a regional franchiser for Jim's Fencing for New South Wales, the Gold Coast, and the ACT. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Adam. No, thank you. Thanks for having me. Look, great to have you on here. Can we start off by asking about your background, how you came to be a franchiser for Jim's Fencing, and also what your previous career and experience was before you, you made the change? Yeah, certainly. Bit of an interesting background, actually. I started off as an apprentice in electronics trades, um, then worked for a company in Switzerland, and I spent a lot of time over in Europe with electronics uh, inst- installation of large industrial machinery. Uh, the company got bought out by another company, uh, which is one of the largest wire manufacturers in the world, making fencing product. These guys then wanted to look at starting off a division over in Australia. Then I came out of the technical side and decided to try my luck in, in sales and uh, decided to go and down that path at developing a platform for these guys in Australia for fencing products. And when I got involved with them, I thought, well, how do we bring this product into the marketplace? Uh, because, you know, there's such large sort of uh, companies in Australia like Colourbond and and which had a lot of the market share. So I thought, well, the best probably platform is a national platform and, and Jim's had that base. So we decided to get in touch with Jim's and that's how I really got involved with Jim's and uh, started going to their meetings, uh, their conferences, um, presented the product there. We got to know the, the regional franchisors quite well. Um, and then from that, I was able to say, well, hang on, you know, <laughs> product that these guys in Europe were trying to sell in the marketplace in Australia doesn't really fit right. Um, they were more of a, in Europe, there's a more of an open sort of fencing product. They like to see through, they like to see their neighbours. In Australia, we like a little oasis in the backyard. We like our, you know, closed in sort of, um, you know, as I said, you know, a little oasis where we, we don't see our neighbours, we don't tend to like a bit of privacy. So that was the uh, emphasis of uh, looking at, you know, geez, you know, it's, um, these guys in, in gyms that do a lot of work and a lot of different product and uh, the guys in New South Wales weren't really supported. And the national manager of gyms said, look, we're looking for someone to to actually control and, and do something up in New South Wales and start developing and growing it. Would you be interested? And at that stage, you know, you have a change in life. And I thought, well, why not? So I decided to buy the rights to Southern Southern Sydney, actually, first off, which uh, I had you know, five guys. And from there, we had then built, um, we bought the Western Sydney. Now we own the whole of New South Wales, ACT, in a period of six years. That's where we came from. Yeah, great. And, and what do you think it was that made you, like, essentially pull the trigger and, and buy in with gyms? Was there anything in particular? Yeah, I just loved how they all, like, the resource base, um, such a good group and the guys communicated very well together. I like how each individual franchisees worked 
uh, as a team. I know it's their own business, but they support each other as well. That's the thing I really like about it. Okay, and so we find a lot of people don't just go want to be their own boss. They actually have new, like larger ambitions at find. Did you find that when you were looking at the gyms fencing, you were looking for a business that you could grow with? I mean, you've bought regions right across the country. Was that your goal from the beginning when you were considering gyms fencing, or is that something that just happened and you just decided this is it? This is where I want to go. No, look, when we first started, my wife and myself, um, we decided to put it on the line and, and do this. Um, we just basically originally just thought about buying just one region and being a franchisee also in that region. So get on the tools doing the work ourselves, which I did that. And and I did that for the first 12 months. I didn't sell a business for the first 12 months because I really wanted to understand the gym system. I wanted to understand how these franchisees operated. I wanted to understand the product, uh, suppliers, just the whole model, okay? And after the 12 month and confidence and I believed in the brand, I believed in the guys um, and developed a great relationship. And then we started building that business from there. From that, when we grew from five guys in, in Sydney to probably at 12 in the first two years, then we're able to look at, well, we need to expand this because um, I was at coming off the tools i couldn't work 100 on the tools anymore because i was doing a lot more uh, mentoring with the guys developing their business um, with new different new products in the marketplace growing our relationship with suppliers so my time was taken up with that so then from that it led to a path where the other regionals in those other areas uh, getting older and wanting to retire and, and get out so it gave us an opportunity then to say okay let's go the next step and let's have bigger area where we can then do our marketing properly. We can actually control the marketing throughout the whole state instead of just one section, um, which was fragmented. Um, so that enabled us to do that. And then once from that came, the opportunity then to go into another state arose and we did that as well. And the, the model is the same, so there's no difference. And our guys all work to the same system. So there's no, um, no individuality in how they work in their business. Yeah, and it is a, it is a very consistent, you know, well-thought-out system that can be you know, used across different regions. So what do you think some of the advantages are of working uh, in a franchise in New South Wales, Queensland, or, or the ACT? I mean, any advice you have someone looking to run franchises, their own franchise, sorry, for the first time in those regions? I look at, um, you know, when, not when we first bought, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I was very scared. I thought, well, I've come out of a job paying very, very good money to where, where's my next paycheck going to come from? How does this all work? And it, it's amazing. The branding, because Jim's such a national brand, everyone acknowledges Jim's brand. And you go out in the marketplace and 96% of the households in Australia know Jim in one way, which is it's fantastic for us because that's an opening every time we go out there. Uh, our guys are, you know, got the uniform on, which is branded, you know, their vehicles are branded. Well, they're representing yourself, but also you're representing the brand, which is building that every day. Okay, so I think don't be afraid of jumping in. I think that um, we have a fantastic system in place, with resources. The guys network very, very well together. You're never alone in business. And we do a lot of projects together with our franchisees. Um, they all help each other out, trade a day or paid for the day, you can pick up the phone, ring me, ring any of the trainers, ring any of the franchisees. They're there to help you. They're there to assist. Um, they want to see you succeed because they'll succeed as well with it. 
Okay, so in your opinion, what makes a successful franchisee? I mean, you've mentioned that you mentor quite a few franchisees yourself and that's something that you love to do. Yeah. Like, what makes them so successful? What What do you see in your franchisees that you, tells you that they're going to be quite successful? Well, I mean, their passion. I think um, you need to build that and, and that comes with, you know, being confident with the brand. Once you're confident and you're out there, you can do just the sort of commodity sort of products, which is timber and the color bond but then the thing with gyms is we've got a range of suppliers that niche suppliers that we work with as well and we work very closely with and they want to be part of our team so um, we can use we can actually go and install a whole spectrum of products which are very good value added sort of product so these guys opt to yep we've got the commodity sort of stuff the day-to-day stuff but now we're driving our business and we're developing our business to these niche sort of products. Now, a lot of the other fencing companies out in the marketplace don't do that. They just want to do the commodity sort of stuff. That's fine. But we challenge ourselves and we look at doing other sort of stuff. You know, we look at the difficult sites. We'll go and do that. It's all value-added sort of stuff. The boys build their business, uh, the challenges in the job. They do that also very well with networking together, so they take bigger projects on. Yeah, that's great. And in terms of the background of franchisees, do they need a particular skill set or is it more the attitude? Very, very good question. Uh, it's, it's more the attitude. I mean, if you want desire to do something, you'll do it. Uh, we've got guys, we've got an air traffic controller, we've got an accountant, we've got a legal aid. We've got all different walks of life. Um, you know, we've also got carpenters and, and ex-builders as well as, as fencing um, franchisees. So they're, they're all different sort of levels of um, you know, professional industry to, to the trade industry. But... They all go through an eight-week training program. Um, we will not allow them to go out on their own unless we believe that they're capable of working by themselves. If not, to keep them back, we'll do another couple of weeks with them to make sure. Or they work with one of the, the trainers or one of the other franchisees for a couple of weeks just to get their confidence out there. So your own attitude, if, if you really want to do something, you will do it. Uh, and you know, it's about building a business, isn't it? You need to get out there and put yourself on the line and um, you know, be able to communicate drive your business and you see it you can see it in all our guys they're very successful all of them they want it every day they want to look at the different things in the marketplace they want to take that on that different challenge and they'll go out and do that and you mentioned a bit uh, about the eight-week training program can you just tell us a little bit about that program and also the ongoing training and mentorship that the franchise or franchisee relationship entails yeah definitely um when you come on board and you sign up with gyms, um, we'll put you through an eight-week paper training. So we'll go and train you first couple of weeks of more the fundamentals sort of stuff, like digging holes and levelling, just getting used to. You're out there with the trainers each day, learning and, and doing the work. Um, and after eight weeks, you know, we tick you off. Um, I'm going to end up doing Timmy, come and doing Colourbond, Tubular, all that sort of price, and then we'll let you actually go out and start installing yourself. But that doesn't stop there. You know, as I said to you before, we've got a great network of guys. Um, if you ever get stuck or you have a question, because, you know, going through training, you, you pick up things, but then you do forget things. So it's just a matter of phone call away. And either I'm there same day or, or the next day, or I can help you over the phone, or one of the trainers or other one of the other franchisees will be able to assist you. That's a level of support that we give to each franchisee ongoing. The franchisees that have been with you for several years, is, does the relationship change as like the support change as they go on or do you find 
you check in with them the same as all the new franchisees you check in every day or you do something very Aussie and you meet at the pub at the end of the week? Yeah, look, <laughs> that's a good question. Look, the new franchisees, you know, definitely it's, it's a daily call. Um, you know, just make sure they're on track, they're, you know, the understanding, they're, you know, having questions for that day. It definitely, you know, make comfort there. Um, with the guys that, you know, five years to 10 years in, um, look, I still ring them every week. Uh, they all they'll ring me. Uh, we have a very good communication between all our franchisees. Um, we regularly meet every you know, six weeks. We have a meeting, but each week I'm always in communication with all my franchisees just to make sure their week's gone well. There's no issues. You know, everything's you know, going to plan in, in their life, in their friends and friends and business. So no, it doesn't look. The level of support is the same from you know the ten-year-old guys to to the you know a couple of week-old guys. Um, just have to make sure that everyone's on the same page, everyone works the model, and they do the same consistency. You know, everything's consistent all the way through, and the quality's all the way consistent all the way through then too. Great. And the, just to take a step back, how, how is the fencing market now now going? We do know that like, gyms has like a essentially an oversupply of work in gyms fencing. I mean, what do you think is causing that demand uh, in the market? Any Any trends you're seeing there that's causing that requirement for fencing across the board people's descent people tend to spend more money on their existing properties now i believe they they go and do renovations or you know put a bit of paint on the, the front of the house do the fences up and, and that's one of the key things the fencing around their property for security for aesthetics you know you know it's a lot of people now even with their pools you know let's do a nice feature fence let's do something you know just to spruce it up um um, definitely, I, I see that um, even in a downturn in the economy, people tend to spend money on their home instead of taking a holiday or you know going out to restaurants every week or something like that. Uh, you know, I, I don't see a downturn in fencing in any way. Um, last year alone, in, just in South Wales, we had over 2,500 unserviced leads. The year before, we had 2,300 unserviced leads. Um, and that's because of the brand awareness. That's because the guys are out there day in, day out, with a uniform on, trailers, cars. They're doing their self-promotions as well. It's just building and building and building. So how how are your franchisees handling the excess demand that's going on? Like, so are they are you having to keep an eye, making sure they're not overworking themselves, that there isn't a lot of pressure to get more work done to service more leads? Is it is it being managed while that demand's over there? It's it is. I mean, that's why the, the beauty of the gym system is you you can elect to take leads or not elect to take. Leads. Know, they, they always book out, and I know you know 99% of my guys would have at least six weeks' work now booked, okay? Some guys I know have got 11 to 12 weeks' work booked, okay? And they they can do that quite easily because there's probably such a shortfall in, in, in fencing contractors out there. The guys can pick and choose to do what sort of work as well. That flexibility in, in, in the system to, to say, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, it's just specializing glass and specializing modular wall we've got that freedom to do that okay we're not dictated to what you have to do or how many jobs you have to do per week it's your business i've got guys in that just for lifestyle as well that will only do four days a week and they'll go surfing or play golf on a friday you can drive your business the way you want to well yeah fantastic but that flexibility to do you know essentially choose the direction either you know, grow and grow and grow or have that lifestyle choice it can be quite appealing to a lot of people. So what are the next steps in reaching out to you? Because there, there'll be plenty of people listening to this who 
you know, be quite interested in it. And what's your process for getting the right type of person on board? Look, we go through a culling process. So, you know, they definitely go and see advert or come in through the, the web or the Facebook page or whatever the inquiry comes through in our, our gym system. We have a, a phone sort of interview over the phone with them. I personally will meet up with them. I, I like to arrange a meeting and, and meet face-to-face because I always invite them to come out on a trial day. I'd love to. I want them always to go and see if they actually like fencing. It's no good saying, yeah, I'm going to buy a fencing business and then, you know, two days into it, oh, I hate this. It's great. Yeah. Well, we send them out on a trial day. We'll go and do two or three days with one of the boys um, and see if they actually like it. All right, fantastic. And look, lastly, what are the best things about your job um, and you know, in terms of what drives you to do what you do? And after that, what do you think is the key message you want to get out there to someone who could be thinking about pulling the trigger and, and coming on board with Jim's fencing? Well, I think the best thing is is working with different people every day. There's different challenges every day. I'm driven by that. Um, I, I like, um, you know, especially my team, you know, I spend a lot of time out in the field visiting my franchisees, um, spending time on the job with them. I, I'm always there for them. That's what, that's, that's what I love. I love that uh, contact with them, the communication with them, communication with the clients. You know, I still, I'm still on the tools a couple of days a week. I still love fencing. Okay, and I'll, I'll always do that. I, I, I love being outside. My office is outdoors, you know, and that's one of the main attractions for me to do fencing is being outdoors and, and being my own boss and working to the times I want to work to and just having that freedom sort of thing as well. You need to decide life, you know, where you want to go. You want to go work for someone and you know, be a number all your life or go out there, take control of your life and be your own boss and make something of it. And there's plenty of work out there to do that. You've got plenty of support there to make you do that, make a very good income, very good career, and grow your business, niche products um, very fast. An inquiry, a, a potential franchisee is more than welcome to any of the franchisees out there and, and ask them what their experience has been like because um, I can tell you now it'd be very, very positive. Fantastic, Adam. That's been really insightful. We do encourage anyone interested to head towards the Jim's Fencing website and put an inquiry down. Yes, definitely. Yeah, apart from that, we'll also have some contact us options near this podcast. So we encourage you to put your name down and one of the team will be in touch with you ASAP to get that ball rolling with your journey with Jim's fencing. Apart from that, Adam, great having you on today. We would want to get you on again soon for an update because it seems like um, you're really on a, a winning wicket there with your franchisees and the, the growth market across the Eastern Seaboard. So thanks again for that. No, it was all right, Goo, and uh, love to have more people on board because we've got so much work out there. We need a service <laughs> Yeah, Thank you, Adam. Thank you. Thank you very much. All the best. Bye. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Adam Powell, Regional Franchisor for New South Wales, Gold Coast and the ACT. For more information on the Jim's Fencing franchise or any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram for recent info on the buying, selling and investing world. Thanks for listening.